0: Hey guys, this is best talk with Jen and B. What's up guys? Welcome back. Hello, hello. I think it's like what December now. <laughs> Dude, literally this 2021 is over. 2022 is coming up. 222 is supposed to be like and I don't know if you believe in angel numbers or whatever, but hopefully it's a blessed year with 2022. Yeah. Where is, is, it, it? is it 2022? I don't know you're We're talking about. We're 2021 right now, right? Yeah. So next year we will be 2022. No, yeah. I just
1: was like, I don't know what you're talking about with the
0: angel thing. So oh, like- these numbers that I have. I don't know. You, I don't believe like oh, numerical numbers yeah. and okay. stuff. So next year, hopefully, it'll be a good year. We don't have to wear a mask I anymore. So. I ready for this
1: year to be over. So I don't I even know so what good. we did. With You know what? I just think that these past couple months, at least for me, I'm just going to be real real, um, have been like go, 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 and like kind of crazy and i'm just ready
0: for like a new start new break like you let your kids know i know <laughs> get it together we're all, gonna, uh, we're all gonna do um what are they are you guys are gonna to sit down and do your your bucket list my for... bucket
1: list oh yeah we still have to do yes, that yes yes okay. we're still gonna do that should be on an episode our goals yeah God. we should we are going to do oh one. yeah that's true yeah. we are gonna do one so yeah i'm to, i'm honestly ready for the new year yeah yeah i'm, um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm excited to like and do like Christmassy stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just ready. <laughs>
0: you can me out there. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are. Um but yeah so with that said um let's bring in some positive vibes. I mean there's positive vibes here. <laughs> we, <can't> feel, <laughs> and we might sound like yeah but we have the I just saw the be happy book here across from me. Oh yeah so,
1: so if you want to do, do it quote of the day or a scene of the day yes. in Be Happy book. Okay, so I'm gonna flip through the pages and then tell me where to stop. Ready? Okay, stop. Go right or left.
0: Uh, right. Now left.
1: Left. Okay. Uh, reassess your work. Oh my, look at that. Your career is not you. <laughs> I'm quitting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not your life. It's your job. You can always expand your horizons or change direction. If you decide to change, remain positive find a new work challenge that inspires you explore it then chase it with a passion live the life you've imagined harry henry
0: thoreau that's a good one wow
1: i feel like this could relate to you so much
0: yes <laughs> the way you're looking at me right now yeah dude i'm telling you this book like reads our moods
1: i love this book we used to uh use it a lot when um we were at my old job and and we were just be like, what would the be happy book would say? And for whatever reason, whenever we would pick a page or land on it, it would just give us like this reassurance, like things are going to be okay. Like you're handling, you're going through this period in your life or this time in your life. But yet for whatever reason, it landed on that quote or that saying to reinforce like, Hey, what you've been thinking, like, go ahead and do it. Like, it's, it's like kind of like a sign. I would take mm-hmm. it as a sign. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is a
0: good one. Yeah. Especially coming into 2022. Um, yeah. Re, what did I say? Reassess or re, reassess, your, reassess your my, job. my job. I mean, if it was up to me, I'd totally quit. But, you <laughs> know, <laughs> actually, I'm okay with this job right now. Um, yeah. I don't mind it. But hopefully, yeah, 2020, once we do our list and whatever, start getting ready and,
1: I think you had mentioned that you wanted to, like, venture into something different.
0: Yeah. I know what I want. It's just reality. Like, I have to make it work where it's actually going to. It's not where I'm, like, in La La Land. Like, I know what I want to do, but I have to make it work with reality. Yeah. If you don't know that, I live in La La Land. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, it's doable. And I feel like this new year with a lot of different things are going to be moving, shifting in life, like, I, I, I feel like it's going to be a good outlook as I just have to put effort into it. You know, like you said, just, just, we're manifesting that
1: 2022 is going to send really good things to us. So put it out there. What do you want for 2022?
0: First thing that came to mind was happiness. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I don't have it, but you know, like genuine, like I want to feel at a good place in life because I mean, these past two years, like. I remember the last time I did an actual vision board, like I was so excited and then COVID happened and bam, like nothing happened. Yeah. Um. But, and, but also like just, you know, just being stuck in it, it was, COVID did change a lot of things in lifestyles, unfortunately. And I feel like that does add to your, your moods and emotions. Like it does, because as a person like, well, I don't know, for me, at least I like being out and about. And I think with certain things, like even simply wearing a mask, like, it kind of like, kind of downs everything. Yeah. Um, so hopefully with twenty twenty two, like I wanna manifest that's gonna it's gonna be a good positive shift and that I actually focus and do the things. Even if it's not doing cakes, something about around that neighborhood that just makes me happy again. Something that gives you fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Fulfillment. Like yeah. So um, oh talking about emotions right now, I think we were talking not that long ago, we were talking about um I was telling you that I was watching. Well, as a girl, you know, when you're like PMSing, mm-hmm. last night, I was actually watching The Little Mermaid, the actual live actress that sings a the song. I, there's oh, an old t- there's okay. an old recording that's like on YouTube. My sister-in-law sent it to me and I had seen it and I had, but yesterday I wanted to watch it again and I started watching it and then I just started crying and what? I don't even know why I was crying, but I know why because my period is about to start, but I just started watching all these old videos and like wedding videos and then I had in like I went and made pancakes, and then I had ice cream on the side. While the pancakes were getting done, like I was like, "Dude, this this hormonal stuff is real." Like oh, yeah. I don't think guys understand the degree of it, but it's yeah. like I was such an emotional state, like, and I still am. But emotions. I think we were talking about emotions, and then we were talking about like our friend, our good friend, that's having a baby, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I don't know if I could like imagine dealing with those emotions on top of like having a baby, like women women have it tough sometimes yeah
1: not only that i you know as a mom like obviously i've been through pregnancy yeah um you know i'm just gonna keep it real real here when you're pregnant pregnancy is tough Mm -hmm. i for me pregnancy was not uh glitz and glam yeah it was not glitz and glam um for both pregnancies, but I have to say for the first one from when my son was born, it was really rough on me and I kind of want to shed some light on this and just be real with you guys because I don't think it's talked about that much like what you should expect when you're pregnant, especially if it's your first one because yeah, when you have your second one, you kind of already know like what to expect, you know, you're this is not your first rodeo, you know, this is your second time, but on the first try, you're just getting you know, opinions from people, Um, you see things online, like birds Mm -hmm. or things like that, and everything looks so hunky-dory, and in reality, not all women are like that, I'm sorry, I'm not Kourtney Kardashian that loves to be pregnant all the time, at least that's what she used to say, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know now, but definitely not one of those and i don't know if anybody could relate to that or has been pregnant or currently is pregnant and dealing with something like that but i just we want to take some time to like shine some light on that and just get real here because um you know motherhood in general is tough yeah and like you said I don't know if I could deal with those hormones. Believe me, when you're pregnant, your hormones are all wacko and all over the place. Yeah. And I have a new appreciation. Not that I didn't have appreciation before, but like a new knowledge. Like for people that suffer from mental health, like... It's real. It's real. And if you are dealing with some mental health issues while you're pregnant right now, like it's okay to talk about them. And I just kind of want to give my back end and my story of what happened to me because only a few people know and I've talked about it now and the more I talk about it I find myself more people more women obviously mm-hmm. right, saying like you know I went through that I never said anything and or I'm they like, don't know
0: about it or they, they don't, don't know, know about yeah.
1: it they don't know what's going on I didn't know what was going on with me so let me backtrack so I have two kids I have a four-year-old um, son and a two-year-old daughter and with my first pregnancy, I've ever since I was little, I always, I always knew mm-hmm. I wanted to be a mom. Like that was the thing. Like I knew I wanted to be a mom. I knew it was gonna be hard, but I still wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So when I got pregnant, I was like so excited, you know, like my, you know, that I was able to get pregnant and everything. And um, I, for the first trimester, I had a really good pregnancy uh, thus far. Like I didn't really have that much sickness or whatever. Mm-hmm. So everything is going good. But once I started my second trimester, something happened where my hormones and my mood just completely went off balance. Like, I don't know what happened. I went from being, like, um, happy to just enjoying, like, everyday life and stuff like that to being so depressed and sad that it just led me to – just go down to a spiral and never said anything about it and I never said anything about it because um, you know when you get pregnant like everybody's so excited for you, everybody's so happy and they um, they want they want you to be like oh you should be nesting, shopping and doing all these things uh, for your kids and um, that's just not how I felt in my second trimester I just remember. Feeling so emotional, so sad and hopeless. Um, just feeling like I didn't want to be pregnant. I would cry almost every single day. I kid you not. I'd be in the restroom. I, I at at work crying. I come. Nobody would know. I just wiped the tears off. I'm like, how? What, what is going on with me? And then I would um, come home. Literally, I would cry on all my drive back home. And then come cry some more. I just felt so sad, like mm-hmm. to the point where I just felt like nothing, like a piece of shit. I don't know if anybody has ever felt like this if you were pregnant or. i sure, not. Not. But I just felt so hopeless and sad for no reason. Nothing was going on with me, like nothing on the side. Like I, no, I wasn't going through like anything like bad or anything like that. I just like I could not be happy anything would make me really sad. I never told anybody because I felt like, I felt, okay, well, I always wanted to be pregnant. I, you know, I wanted this baby. I'm so blessed to be able to even conceive. Like, how do I tell people that I'm not happy and I'm not okay? Because when I would go, when I would go to work, they'd be like, oh, like, how's it going? Are you like, you know, putting your nursery up like have you gone shopping are you t- are you pamper, mommy pampering yourself mm-hmm. and I'm like oh uh, one coworker, I remember telling me have you taken your pictures your belly shots
0: mm, maternity You're yeah mater-
1: you know like some women take pictures of uh of their growing belly I could not oh, bring myself, day to day yeah week to
0: week okay. yeah week to
1: week I couldn't bring myself to do that
0: I do remember after you told me.
1: Yeah, I wish I took some. I do have some belly pictures, and then I remember your your cousin offered to take some uh, mm-hmm. boudoir pictures yes. for me towards the end of my yeah. pregnancy, and I was in a better, a little bit of a better place then. But during that second trimester, man, and towards almost the end, like it was pretty, it was pretty bad. Like like I told you, I would cry. Mm-hmm. I never told you anything. No, you didn't. It. Now you know because obviously yeah. like, I've talked about it. Um, but yeah, I remember going to the doctor and him telling me like, if there's nothing, no other factor that is like a problem in your life, then there shouldn't be a re like not that there shouldn't be a reason, but that if I felt this depressed, I needed to take medication.
0: Mm. When he told me, he didn't that, even like think of the idea of like postpartum depression.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. I didn't know what was going on with me because postpartum is different. Than what I had. Mm. So what I had was something called baby blues. Okay,
0: so that's really quick, yeah, because I didn't know that either. But I just I read it and I was telling you right now, like before having the baby, it's called baby blues, where yes. you're like in this whole roller coaster of emotions. That and there's actually in the articles I read, there's no real cause or known factors. I mean, they give some, like, oh maybe financially, which I mean, even if you're not pregnant, you know, you're stressed out about money, like. That's one factor, obviously, but it's like you said, it's more of like your hormones just completely are off balance and mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do about it. And then after the pregnancy, it's when it's called postpartum depression. Yes. So
1: You got it correct. Yes. yes. And the thing is that I had that book. One of my coworkers at the time, she was so nice. She gifted me the what to expect. Oh, every mom has that. Is it a good book to have? It, honestly, it is. Okay. If you're a first-time mom and you are like – wondering like why is this happening to my body it tells you week by week and for the most part it has all the things that you're going through and stuff like that okay but it does not talk about really no because i thought i was going crazy i'm like is this how women feel during Mm -hmm. pregnancy i really thought that and um i remember thinking like i read up and down that damn book i at least i didn't see anything somebody correct me if i'm wrong but i didn't see anything and like I don't think, I think what happened too was like, I was feeling this way and I would just put up a front like, oh my God, I'm so happy. But in reality, I wasn't, I was well, sad. Because was like, like you
0: say, it's, it's associated with, with shame because you are, it's the happiest time. It's supposed to be quote unquote, the happiest yeah. time, but not every, not everyone tells you yeah hey there's such a thing called as so you feel like well what the hell is wrong with me i'm supposed to be a happy mom and then even when you have after you have the baby like i can only imagine like like i'm supposed to love and have a bond with this baby like
1: yeah
0: i could see why you felt crazy
1: yeah
0: because it didn't it's like what the hell i'm supposed to be totally into this right now and you're not
1: and during the time, I knew other people that are pregnant, mm-hmm. and they just
0: seemed so happy mm-hmm. and bubbly and so excited. And I was like, yeah. But they're probably, like, <laughs> who knows, they're probably going through stuff like you because know- that's the front of, of what you're supposed to look like. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So if you're out there and you're feeling like this, like, totally or cool. if you have a friend, maybe I could say just, like, check in on them. Because yeah. the reality is that when you're pregnant, it's very taxing on you not only physically like you get swollen you your body completely changes like you are are creating a human it's very taxing on a woman not only that and then you're going to work as well and the pressures and all that of working and doing that coming home and imagine having like uh, when i was pregnant with my second one like I was, I didn't deal with uh, the baby blues uh, when I had, when I was pregnant with mm, her. I remember. Um, and I didn't, that, that pregnancy was different. Um, I had a little bit of baby blues after I had her, but it went away. Um, thankful, Thankfully for that. But going back, like imagine having multiple children and being pregnant and going to work and stuff like that. And women do it all the time. Yeah. And we just, you know, suck it up and do it, you yeah. know? And, but it, our bodies go through a lot and yeah, I just, I never brought it up. So then finally when I had my son and I went back to work, I remember somebody asking me something and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be really honest. And I told everybody at, at mm-hmm. we were having lunch and I told everybody like, you know, during that time I was so depressed and so sad. I didn't even want to be pregnant. I, I just hid it from everybody they're like wow you hit it so well because I had no idea and I wish you would have talked about it more because then you know we could have supported you in whatever way that mm-hmm. we could you mm-hmm. know and I did tell a few people at that time um and, and their reaction was very supportive and very um you know if you need to cry if you need to go home early that's mm-hmm. fine I think we just need to speak up. Our body is telling us something. And when our body tells us, like, you're not okay, either physically or mentally, we need to speak up and say, like, I can't do this right now. Like, um, I need a break or I need to take some time off. And I never did that. So speak up. If you're feeling like this, tell a friend, talk to somebody, get counseling. You know what did it for me? I didn't take the medication. The doctor wanted me to go see a psychiatrist. I'm surprised go. you
0: jumped to that. But I, I'm, I'm not. I am and I'm not.
1: Because you said there wasn't any external fact. Like there wasn't <laughs> any life triggering event that yeah. would lead me to feel this way. That yeah. if I felt so depressed that I needed to go see somebody and take medication for it. I said, nope. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to yeah. take medication while I'm pregnant. And Which honestly, if you do need it though... I'm yeah. not a doctor. Like you need to really like assess yourself. That. Yeah, assess yeah. yourself. But um, I did it. I just immersed myself in God and um, going to church and being positive, trying to be as positive as I could. I, I think, and finally, I told you. I mm-hmm. think I only told you. And Tony obviously knew because yeah. he's my husband He yeah. would see me. I think he called you once and was like, Jenny's not doing
0: good. Yeah, I do I remember. remember. that. Yeah. Okay. I think we we're all trying to figure out what was going on. And, yeah. and it's hard. I think on the other side, it's hard. I mean, like I said, you told me a little after you we were done. But like hearing all that, like, it just like crap. Like you, I, I, I guess in my mind, like, Obviously, you're pregnant. It's taking a toll on you. Like, it's totally understandable that, that the feelings that one day you're happy, the next day you're not, or from t- like you know, like I said, even as a girl, like when you're going through regular PMS, so it's understanding you know, as a girl. But you know, sometimes like I, like you said, you fronted it so well um because, like you said, maybe that whole shame thing. Like you just feel bad. Like I should be happy. Like I am. I was able to get pregnant. Like, you know, a lot of people are going to say, like, oh, a lot of people struggle to get pregnant. And maybe even girls that struggle to get pregnant could go through this. We don't know. But like you said, because nobody's really talking about it because it's that shame associated with it. But, like, I didn't know, like, that you were going through that until you told me. And then I started looking and researching. And I never asked all of my other cousins because my other cousins were. But now that I, after you had told me that and, like, after years have passed and, like, you know, I've heard more people coming out about it. I think back now on my cousins, like uh, my well, girls cousins, because I have a lot of them and it's like, Oh my gosh. Like, and now after I've told them, like after you shared with me and I, I, I shared with them because sometimes they would tell me like, I just feel like this and I feel like that. And it's like, Oh, well, maybe you feel like that because you know, your husband's gone and like it's normal to feel like that. But when I would tell them your story and like, I think it was okay. Cause I would ask yeah. you and you would, I was shared with them. Because you only shared with me, and I think this is what kind of helped, because you shared with me your experience, and I told them, like, you know, well, she went through this, then they resonated with that, like, crap, like, that's, and this is after their baby was born, like, probably a year into that, Mm -hmm. I told them, and they were like, you know what, like, I was going through that, they didn't even know, and they were going through it alone, because they just thought it was a normal thing, but you just don't talk about it. Well, I
1: think it. it's taboo to talk about it. I think people, are, like you said, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a joyful time in your life. But it's yeah. like, um, is it really that joyful? Like, yeah. <laughs> you're going through, like, all these things. And, like, I did, I felt so, like I said, I felt like I didn't want to go and say anything because I'm like, you should be grateful, mm-hmm. Jen. Like, stop, stop thinking mm-hmm. like this or stop feeling this way, you know? And what I could say is if... If you have a friend who is either pregnant or even has delivered, just check in on them. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. how are you doing? How are you feeling? Like, maybe they don't want to talk. Maybe they don't have the energy to do it. That's okay. Even a, hey, I'm thinking about you. Just check in on them. Um, Anything like that, because that shows that if there is a time where you want to vent, like, they're there for you. Mm -hmm. You
0: know? Uh, Maybe you'll even crack. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or even um, go go and spend a day with them or um, send them, like, a nice little gift or, like, something that shows them that it, you're there just as an appreciation. Like, hey, yeah. I might not know. You don't necessarily have to have been pregnant or um, be pregnant, but just mm-hmm. even just reaching out and just, like, Just that simple, like, hey, I'm thinking about you is really important.
0: I remember, I don't want to interrupt you and be rude, but before I forget, I remember with our recent friend who is, you know, about to have her baby, when we did the baby shower for her, um, you thought of an idea of actually doing a basket for her with things just for her. And I think that's so important that after I saw what you did, because it is also when the baby is born, it's, it's. It's a little fucked up to say, but I think you you don't forget about the mom, but it just does become about the baby, 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 baby. Oh yeah. And I mean, as a person themselves, like even if you're not pregnant, you love being validated as a human. So when you are creating a baby, it's all about the baby. Like oh my god, like how's the baby? I don't even think people say hey, how are you? Like yeah, oh, how's the baby is the first question. Mm-hmm. So like that. Also, obviously, if there's no cause or you know there's unknown factors, but you know even like being validated and like hey like you say how are you like it's a baby shower but like you know you should also gift the mom to be i think as like the previous episode we talked about bachelor parties and bridal parties yeah. like i think it, it would be a nice thing just to have like a mommy and me a mommy and friend time like you are no sorry a friend and you time like you know because it gives them time to make them feel special again. Not that they're not, but maybe they might be feeling that way. Just in general, if you're going through the baby blues or not, because um, it, it is overwhelming on the woman's body and everything's so expected of you. And you're just going to go on like it's normal. Yeah. Like, what, am, what are you going to do? Like.
1: Yeah, you just have to keep chugging. Like, yeah. You, I mean, not chugging, but, like, keep going. When you yeah. have kids, there's no,
0: like... There's no time there's to no stop. There's no time
1: to stop. You're on their schedule. Like, when you become a mom, that's, like, that's mm-hmm. it if you're on their schedule. But, yeah, we did do a little basket. Mm-hmm. Um, It was just a basket filled with, like, a robe, slippers, like, her favorite candy. Mm-hmm. Um, This is an idea if you have somebody yeah. that, you know... Please um, do. Is pregnant or is going to deliver. I think this is a nice gift because, like Brenda said, everything is about the baby. After the baby's born, is everybody's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you
0: know, how's
1: the baby? Let me go visit. Let me go visit mm-hmm. you. But technically, they're going to visit the baby at the hospital. Oh. But like, you kind of forget about the mom. And then we put we personally, like I've heard many moms say, like we put ourselves last mm-hmm. as moms. Everybody comes before us, and we put ourselves last. So little things like that just make you feel. Human again.
0: There you after go. you have
1: a baby, you don't feel human, even during the pregnancy too. One of my bosses used to say, "Like, oh, it's the invasion of the body snatchers." That's sure. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't. She couldn't have ordered it better because I really That's felt true. like my body yeah. was snatched out of me. Like somebody was in control of me, which is fine. I'm creating a human and everything, but at the same time, like I, it's it's tough Oh, Yeah, me.
0: it takes everything out of you yeah. as a woman. Like if you already have issues before pregnancy, imagine after like you're totally in love with your baby but as a woman you're still a woman and those are two different things and you're you're already you were already self-conscious before like you have it's a whole new world after the baby and um i did read to that postpartum depression also it can be more than even after the baby it can be plus years like oh, some yeah. people sometimes i think they even called it i read somewhere i'm not going to quote it cuz i didn't read it several articles but um it, they called it like a postpartum Postpartum disease because for some women it doesn't just shut off when the baby's born. It prolongs in their life, and, and that's sometimes why women are put on medication because it never went away. Yeah. So like you said, thankfully, like with Riley, sh- with her, it stopped. You yeah. you know, but um with Ethan, like I, you know, it could still be lingering. Like yeah. you never know. So it does. It's it's just different for every woman.
1: Well, I didn't experience so. With Ethan, after I had him, um, I did experience postpartum just a little bit mm-hmm. after I had him, um, but then it did go away. Okay. Um, I think what happened with him was like I was a new time, first time mom. No. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Not only that, I had a C section, an emergency section, mm-hmm. and I was a wreck. Like, mm-hmm. I i did i wasn't expecting that i didn't think i was gonna have one mm-hmm. and let me tell you having a c-section is not a walk in the park the recovery is awful at least for me the first time i felt like i ran i've gotten run over by a bulldozer mm-hmm. and um i just wasn't prepared i i remember i was so drugged up like after after oh my god it. yeah and you remember you would you and jesse coming to see me yeah and i could i kid you not like i felt like you guys were like robots talking to me <laughs> it was so like oh you
0: know yeah and i love the idea after with riley i remember you guys the first day was just for you two to enjoy yes. her because i mean i think it's just an now if you haven't experienced this with somebody that has gone through this i feel like now like with my cousin it's like hey like obviously like my my parents or somebody is gonna be like oh my god like it's a thing to do I want to go see the baby like you're so excited like you know like you don't even have time to realize or you just don't even know like hey they could be just wanting space they're freaking recovering like and I think it just blows my mind because most of the time it's women too that are going to visit you so you would think that women would understand and think that you would want space to yourself but you're still there because the excitement is real and you're excited to see the baby so you forget you know I think that's why I was just like wait like Half of the time the ones are excited the most are like the women, but it's like you should understand, like, or maybe they didn't go through it, or who the hell knows? No,
1: well, I know now you can't have visitors, like yeah, because oh, of, of COVID. But when I had my son, I remember how, out of excitement my mom told everybody, all oh, my field my tias Yeah. I literally had thirty people, thirty-five plus people come to the hospital right after I had delivered. I had just did. Done the uh, bonding experience with him. Yeah. I was already trying to breastfeed him. I remember I was trying to breastfeed him, and my Theo walks in, and my boobs <laughs> all popped out. She's like, "Hey, Mihai!" I'm like, oh, my God. yes." And I'm trying to get a grip of like my yeah. breastfeeding and stuff. But with Riley, yeah, we did it differently. Where um, I ended up asking I think mm-hmm. I think I ended up asking like you can come visit me on the second day because with a C section I ended up staying three days at the hospital uh, for both of them. Both of them were C sections. And um I ended up staying three days. So on the second day if somebody wanted to come but the for the first day I didn't want anybody there other than just like my mom and dad and his mom mm-hmm. and then just us no. like, just um to visit and then everybody else couldn't come see me to have that alone time to have um that moment where I can adjust and I dude I did so much better because on my second one I already kind of knew what was gonna happen <laughs> like I said it wasn't mm-hmm. my first rodeo but I knew okay I probably most likely will have a backup robe
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know because you can't put on pants yeah
0: you the second face. day you look like you look glowing like
1: <laughs> I had a sheet face mask because I was like oh I want to oh, like yeah, your body put in can... my hair I had curled my hair the day before I was like no, I want to look at... Uh, the first one, I was tore up, people. Well, yeah, like, like,
0: you didn't know what to expect. You don't, you know, and, and I think maybe, like, right now, let's just say, I think if if you, you're able to, like, do weight... I, I remember I told my cousin, because she's like, I feel bad that my cousins and uncles are going to want to come, and I'm going to say no. I was like, no, because I had learned from you. I was like, no, like, they shouldn't. Like, they can't take it off the ass, and if they do, then boo-hoo. Like, they'll get over it, you know? But right there in that moment, it should just be about you, because maybe that also could do with intrusion of like bonding time with your baby because when they take them out right away what do you do skin to skin you know yeah. like I mean even when the baby's born I, I I've heard that you don't get it instantly like they're cleaning him or she up and then they're gonna weigh it and then they bring it back they sorry not it bring the baby back so like that's your time and then you're if you've never been a mom like you say you're barely learning mm-hmm. to and the baby sometimes doesn't just latch on so like everything is so new and then you're having people visit in and out like that's a lot so if you are like about to deliver like please do take that whole day for yourself two three or even when you get to the to the house like if you want to bring visitors in, like do tap in with your emotions and feelings and see how you're feeling how you want to do it like nobody should be offended if they are then whatever they'll have to get over it because it is a lot for a woman's body and then emotionally to take that's a lot yeah i think what you did there was a good thing and Something to learn from and take note of.
1: And you know what? You, I just reminded me because you said like with with Riley, uh, with the whole postpartum thing. Because mm-hmm. there's a difference between the like the baby blues and stuff. Yes. Like I mentioned that with Ethan, I I had baby blues like after, but then so crazy. I was so depressed during the pregnancy mm-hmm. and only had baby blues after just a little bit, and then it went away and I was fine. Mm-hmm. I had obviously I struggled with other mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. but I never had like full-on postpartum depression because I remember the doctor telling me like I'm more concerned that if you were to um be after the pregnancy you have postpartum depression after because that's even
0: harder to get out of Mm the baby blues this is your same doctor that put you on medicine the first time
1: the one that wanted to put me on medicine yeah So, yeah, he wanted to uh, put me on medication, but I had to see a psychiatrist if I um, did fall back into, uh, you know, if I did end up having postpartum depression, which I didn't just have a few baby blues, But uh, I remember with Riley, mm-hmm. I didn't have any baby blues during the pregnancy. Her pregnancy was pretty good other than like physically, like it was like tough on me. But um, towards the end. So, towards the end of her pregnancy, I delivered her. Everything was fine. I had her. I did struggle with like breastfeeding, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to do pumping. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Cause I took it really hard on myself too. Like I
0: you're not remember. the only one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. By the way, if you cannot breastfeed your baby, it's all right, girl. It is all right. I think. That's another issue that could lead to like you feeling sad, of course, yes, because you get. I, I swear to god, like at the hospital, like, they came up to me on both times. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say what hospital was, but I'm not you're sure not the only one that said this. this. Mm-hmm. But basically, they were like, Are you breastfeeding or bottle feeding? and then I'm like, Breastfeeding, and then they're like, Okay. And I remember with Ethan, it was so hard for him to latch on, I just didn't have like. TMI I didn't have a long ass nipple mm-hmm. my nipple was a little bit inverted so I had to use one of those breast shields and he just could not latch on and poor kid wasn't getting the food he needed mm-hmm. I ended up pumping with him but I remember like on the third second day like he was just crying and crying and crying and crying and he um, the nurse came in she's like do you know if you want I could take him for a little bit for you and I was like so tired and Tony was tired too And um, I'm like, okay. She's like, I think he's a little hungry. And she made me sign a paper saying that I was okay that she gave him formula. Because on my paperwork, I had indicated that I was only going to do breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. So it was like this big thing. She's like, you need to sign here saying that you're allowing me to give him some formula. And at that point, I'm like, it's because some women are very like, I will only breastfeed. You know, oh no, yeah, it is a lot of pressure. Yeah. And if you can, more power to you. But I could not. I had trouble with both of them, more with Ethan. But um, I just decided, like, you know what, my baby, he's hungry. Yeah. He needs it. So yeah, I signed thank, for it. Yeah. I was like, whatever. It's there's no there shouldn't no be fair. shame in that. And if you're feeling shamed, if you're pregnant or if like you're gonna you're gonna deliver, like, there's no shame. If you can pump, that's even better too. Like whatever works for you i think
0: but the important eat, thing is your baby gets nutrition and it's yes. not an empty stomach however yes. that is it doesn't that make you less another, of a mom
1: breastfeeding is another like thing <laughs> like that you deal with after pregnancy that could be very trump traumatizing to some women yes so if you want to bottle feed if you want to breastfeed like do you do what you want to do but I, I what i wanted to say was that with the postpartum like after i had riley didn't have postpartum blues but then six months after i remember feeling the feeling again. Mm-hmm,
0: i remember you mentioned it
1: yeah feeling the sadness again feeling the hopelessness feeling like i just wanted to cry and i'm like why no god please like i don't want this to happen to me again especially honestly i didn't got no time for that like i have two kids yeah you know and like i have to deal with them i was going to work out that time I just remember like, no, this cannot be happening again. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, why is this happening? But it's just, you can, like you said, you can have, you can actually not realize that you have postpartum till like a year later mm-hmm. or anything like that. So I remember going back to um, now to my primary care doctor, this is a different doctor mm-hmm. and telling her I was kind of feeling like the sadness again Um and she was like, well, let's evaluate. We may need to do the postpartum mm-hmm. test on you, you know? And, um, yeah. And I, I don't think COVID helped either. I was dealing with a lot of stress. It was during that time where I
0: had ready. It
1: was six months after. I was Sorry. already going through postpartum. Didn't tell anybody again. That's my my bad. Yeah. But because I really need to talk about these issues. I tend to just, when I have problems, I tend to just, like, not say. Anything. Well, Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, and then COVID hit and then I had a lot of life stressors and it just triggered it again. And I was dealing with that and I'm feeling very sad and emotional where I was like, okay, I need to step back and take some time. And I ended up going to counseling and yes, it was determined I was going to postpartum and I'm more open about it now Mm because I just feel like it's more important. And you know what? Honestly, the times that I have opened up to other moms or moms that are pregnant or people that are not even pregnant, they're like, thanks for talking about it because nobody talks about it. And, you know, I can relate to you or I can relate to what happened to you. Um, You know, or even like I remember when I went to go buy that, um, like – talking about how to be supportive. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to go buy some of the stuff at TJ Maxx and like some other stores. And I was like, Oh, she's like, this is a really nice robe. Or like I had mm-hmm. bought some other stuff. And then she I was like, Oh yeah, it's for my friend. That's going to have a baby. She's like, Oh, and I t- started telling her about the basket. And she's like, that's such a good idea. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to make that for my friend. I didn't even think about that. She's like, I don't have any kids. But she's like, I think that's a great idea just oh. to show her, you know? And, um, yeah. So main thing is like, uh, mental health is important. Um, uh, it's real and moms go through it before, during pregnancy and after even mental health in general, just check in with yourself, take the uh, steps needed that you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're out there and I'm just going to throw it out, mm-hmm. if you're out there and you're a single person and don't have
0: a kid and anything like that, just still check in with your friend. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because you don't you don't think it's not that you intentionally do it. You just think I think for me not thinking back, like when you were going through that, I just thought you were in go, go, go motion because you were at work. Yeah. And I just thought, OK, well, she's just really busy with life. And, you know, I guess, I guess as on this side, I'm just like, okay, well, whenever she has time and I, and I've done a little better now with my other friend, because I'm like, okay, I haven't heard from her. Even if you do get busy in life, like you just never know. But like you said, just to check in, because even if you're not planning, you're like, go, go, go. And you just get lost. And then by the time you realize, like, it's like already ninth month, and you never even checked in because you just thought, oh, she's busy, or she doesn't have time or she's sleeping. Like, I think for me that on this other side, maybe that's what happened. Like, I just yeah. I saw you the times that I saw you and I thought you were enjoying your pregnancy with Tony. It's a time for you to, you know, so it's not like I intentionally didn't think of you. I just thought this is like your whole nesting time and you probably yeah. just want time. For like you're just not aware, like yeah. you don't know, you know, and now
1: and I think it was my fault for not like I said, speaking up or like Mm -hmm. saying anything because I'll be completely honest with you. I don't think I've ever said this to you. Like Mm -hmm. maybe you have thought that this has i that, that I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but when I was pregnant and even after I had more with Ethan, I really did feel like none of my single Mm -hmm. friends that were not moms reached out to me Mm -hmm. and all my, most of like my, my close friends don't have kids so I felt really alone and really sad about it because I thought, I don't know. I just thought that
0: it would be different. It
1: would be different. Yeah. And when I didn't get that, I remember I would tell Tony like nobody's even reached out to me to like ask me or like nobody asks about how me or or you know Ethan is doing like like there would be some here and there and then mm-hmm. I remember one time, some one of you guys asking me like you never bring up so and so like after I had him mm-hmm. and I'm like nobody asked. I remember I <laughs> nobody remember. asked. And she just stayed quiet and I'm like, but nobody asked, so I'm not gonna say anything, you know. And and that's it, my you know what at first I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. I really thought I was really upset about it, but then I came down to the conclusion unless you and my mom even told me she's like. Unless they have a child then, they don't really know like and that's and that's mm-hmm. nothing to do with like, you know, obviously it's everybody's personal choice, but yeah. I've come to the realization like like um I think it's just two different worlds. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's just two different worlds. And I'm okay with that now. I've come to that realization. But things have changed obviously and you guys mm-hmm. are obviously more involved with well, stuff. But in the beginning
0: yeah. I did feel so lonely and so hurt, but yeah. I never told
1: I don't think I ever
0: told you that. No, I remember one time we sat down and had, like, it was before Christmas. I think that was the final. Did we? No, it wasn't with them. It was just me and you. Oh, okay. And I remember it was, I don't, Ethan had to have been maybe, like, two at this point because I was, like, crap, like, I haven't really seen her. I haven't really seen Ethan. like, I don't even know why, you know, because obviously – Before that, like, you know, being best friends, like, I think this is what we talked about when we sat down and had Starbucks. I remember that's when you finally told me and came out. Yeah. yeah. And then I told you, like, I I didn't even know, like, I guess because when we were little, we're like, we're always going to be there for this. And we're like you just imagine life differently. Mm -hmm. But when life happens, you don't even realize until you stop and you sit down and you talk about it. Cause I think you could think it, but then if you don't put those actions into those thoughts into actions, nothing really comes of it. It just goes with the wind. Um, I do remember when we did sit down and we had a talk, it was before Christmas and you had mentioned to me, like, you know, like you, you're not, you weren't there. And like, he's, you know, like I want you to be part of his life. Riley wasn't around yet. Yeah. It was more Ethan. And then I did realize like, like shit, like I didn't even, I didn't even realize it. You know, like, like I said, like, I think I thought you're just having your time with him and Tony and watching him grow up. And I think you still were you still working with him after? Yeah, I you were to. still working. So I guess just, you know, life. I just thought life was going on. And yeah. I never really thought to check in with you. I thought I was doing OK. Um, But like you said, like, and I don't mean to, like, sound like a bitch or anything, but I, be, I think like with anything, nobody can really read your and I think as a human being it's an automatic thing like oh well you should have known or you should have you could read my mind but it's when you step back and you really look at that nobody can really read anything and that's why you say like it is important to speak up yeah you know and I'm not saying like you should speak up but like and I'm trying to say in a nice loving way like if you if you're real friends or like you're close to somebody just anyone like talk about it or like vent or just be like you know what this is how I'm feeling like it's like, whoa, like, I didn't know that. And I do remember when you brought that up and I, I had no idea. And I think that's when you told me, like, I was going through postpartum and then everything just clicked and made sense, Yeah. you know, and that's why I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't, I thought I was doing a good job on this side. And obviously I didn't know because I didn't know how you were truly feeling on that side because you don't even know what you were going through. Yeah. So it was a bit of miscommunication, yeah. you know. So, you know, with this baby, with Riley after, like, I'm not saying I've done 100% better, but I'm more <laughs> aware, you know, like, but it is, it is, I guess, two different worlds. And I think when you become adults, we're going like a little side note here. But I think when you become adults, it's just life kind of like you said, like 2022 is 2021's already gone. It's like, what did we even do? Like, if you mm-hmm. ask me, like, I, life is life just moves forward. Yeah. And you don't even realize and you don't even have time. And I'm not saying my job is hectic, but it's like, what The hell happened? Like, yeah, worse, yeah. I don't,
1: we, we get intertwined, and like, when life, keep, like you yeah. say, life keeps going, and we just are constantly busy. Sometimes, constantly I, busy, yes, we're constantly busy. Something else, you know, what I'm looking forward to
0: just mm-hmm. slowing down. That's a I good. I feel like we're
1: old. Only... I'm about to
0: cry because I'm up a period. Oh my god, you're <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we just need to slow down. I, do, I just think
0: slow down and check do in remember. on your loved ones. Yes,
1: I do remember saying yeah i had forgot about that no
0: and i'm glad you did because i i i thought i I had a hinge but i didn't really know yeah you know and it's like fuck you're right like i'm supposed to be your freaking best friend and i'm not even we had made this list i remember when we were i don't know how we were we had a list of like our funeral our kids names (laughs) um our wedding how it was gonna be and everything like you know when you're that's the thing when you're little like everything is like you think life is going to be peaches and roses, and then you grow up, and it's not like that. You, especially in America, it's a world where you're just constantly working, and you don't slow down. You don't even realize half your year passed already. Yeah. So it's like check, like you said, like check in with your loved ones, and when someone's feeling any type of way, like mental or just you know how we talk about postpartum blueberry blueberries blue <laughs> baby, blues. baby blues. Sorry. Um, acknowledge the person no matter how corny or stupid it might sound because that person could actually be trying to open up to you and you're like oh, you're just acting like oh, you get this constantly it's your pms oh my god you're such a girl like especially for women and even men like it's okay to like vent like because you're you're opening that doorway to what could be a good crying session that your soul needs and then you can move on and be okay with that like acknowledge when even the tiniest thing somebody tells you like i'm feeling like shit today like Mm -hmm. i'm sorry like what can i do or like go have your time if you need like obviously you can't control or help people's emotions when you're going through that but try to do what you think you can and is possible in your control to make the other person like don't make them feel less than or take it as a joke. Like, I know it's, it's easily said, like, oh, my God, you'll get over it. Like, yeah. but what if you're really going through something? Mm-hmm. Acknowledge that person, like, mm-hmm. their feelings. Like, obviously, they're telling, especially if they're not an emotional person. Or, like, you know, just have in mind, I think that's a lot. Like, have in mind what a person could be. Like, take a minute to step back and just acknowledge them. So they, maybe you, maybe you could save their life. I don't know. Like, it's just, like you said, like, 2022, it's, I think, slowing down because that's what
1: i like you know going back i don't want to mention you know the rona but mm. when that happened mm-hmm. it made us slow down and oh, it made yeah. us really think about like what what's is important, important in life you know i remember those long days where it's like literally you just be here you would be at home doing nothing. you don't know what to do yeah. your closet 20 million <laughs> times or whatever you're gonna you were going to you do not know how to be i i miss those days because i I miss them and then i also am happy that things are opening up and that we Mm -hmm. are doing more things but i miss those very slow days and when you get those opportunities i try to take advantage of them because it's important Mm -hmm. to just be in the moment and just like have a mental health day have a slow day don't use your phone like whatever that is but it's just for self-care and self-care it includes Whatever you like, you know, whether it's chocolate, whether it's going to the movies, whether it's baking, Mm -hmm. whether it's going on a hike, whatever. But it also includes your mental health. Self-care includes mental health. Whatever that looks like for you, do it. And just reach out to a person, especially to the mamas out there or the Mm mamas-to-be. I think that's um, really
0: important. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, No. What's true? Like, it's just... Society, I think, is such a sad thing, but it's what we live with. Society has magically inserted itself, and you just feel shame for things that you shouldn't. And it's like, oh, okay, like I told you about it, and we're fine. Life is natural; like nothing happened. Like, yeah. like why didn't I ever open up or say something before? But shame has such a big hold on yes. on a human being; like it's nuts. But like you said, like just open up, reach out to somebody, do baskets check in once in a while even if you feel like they're you know in their own zone and stuff like they'll they'll write back whenever it's they okay have time to cry. it's okay to cry to songs. oh my god it's, yes, it's a little mermaid in the middle of the yeah. night how to make pancakes like oh my god yeah so
1: <sighs> all right you guys so well, i think we're gonna end it off here and thanks for listening and we wish you guys happy holidays Bye.
0: bye